and gentlemen, we're back at it again. You are in the club, powered by Club Colors. I'm fired up today. We got Joe Tomo on. He is the head of global sales for Convincely. Play along. Why don't you check out Convincely online? Give it a look. Especially if you're a marketing director, probably would be a really good piece of software to help you to drive your organization, drive your conversion. We'll get into that. Thank you so much to our sponsor, SalesCast and Fossa Apparel. Let's get in. We got Joe Tomo. Joe, how in the world are you doing? I am doing fantastic, John. How are you? If I was any better, I'd have to be twins. That is true. That is true. I, 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 could, I could see you being twins, though, because then I would get double the knowledge. You would get double the knowledge or <laughs> double the pain. I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah, it depends on the week. So head of global sales for Convincely, let's back up a little bit. Can you give our audience a little bit of an understanding as to uh, what the role entails? I think people know what that entails, but maybe dig in a little bit deeper. And then I want to get into what does the actual software do? How does it impact? So first off, uh, new new to the organization and off and running. Yes. How's that yes. going? Uh, it, it's, t- it's tiring, uh, but, but in a good way. I don't know if uh, I don't know if everyone's joined, listening from the from the organization, so I have to keep things kosher here. But uh, but no, it, it's exciting. Listen, I, I joined Convincely back in September of uh, of 2022. Um, it, it was one of those opportunities that uh, that came into light that that I that I saw the potential growth model that the organization has. Uh, companies based out of Australia. Um, I always pronounce it Melbourne. I, I was wrong. It's Melbourne. Um, we're so, learning already. So, Look at us learning. So we are learning. Um, you know, and a good friend of mine, Australian fella, uh, he calls me mate, which is a good thing. Uh, that's what that means. Friend. Yes. Again, see, we're learning all these things together. Yes. Um, but no, so, so listen, it, it's one of those things they're, they're, they were super successful out in Australia and they do a lot of things. They work with some of the, the largest enterprises. Um, we're talking like the top eight out of 10 insurance companies, the top, you know, um, probably eight out of 10 health providers that are out mm-hmm. there. And there's a lot that they do from an engagement, from a um, customer journey, personalization type standpoint. And the reason why they're so successful is they do everything in a fun way. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I came on board because good news, we're, we're now in North America and uh, that's kind of where I come in. So I'm uh, building an infrastructure. We, we, we have some clients out here. Um, we're trying to essentially replicate the success that we had in Australia. So it's going to be a, Hell of a fun ride. And uh, now that you're in North America, though, we can still call you mate. You can call me mate. Yes. I, I, I've been I've been saying it a lot to my to my teammates and, and my coworkers. And, I, and I'm and I'm hoping I'm not offending anyone. I just don't know if yeah. he's not telling me, but I'm kind of like, oh, thanks, mate. And I'm like, oh, was that the right time to use it? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like ins- you're inserting it in the wrong place, mate. Yeah. Right. It just yeah. kind of goes in there. It's like, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I, I think that's too many mates. You know, it's like, I'm, I don't know. But no, I uh, <laughs> it's good. But, but then I'm, I'm instilling the American on them. I'm like, thanks, brother. Yeah. What uh, up, brother? Yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Hey, bro. Uh, can you send me those reports, bro? Uh, hey. <laughs> They're like, it's mate. Yeah. Happy Friday, dude. Well, first of all, it's Saturday out here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, so we're learning. We're learning a lot, which is. Well, you've always been behind. So now just, <laughs> that yeah. was, that yes. was, that was rude of me, mate. No, I, you're a mate. So you're fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. So let's talk a little bit about this now. Jo- join in, in, uh, September, 2022. Yeah. So new to the organization, but come in with a ton of sales experience, a ton of knowledge. What have you recognized so far that really has you inspired about the brand and about the culture where you go, Look, I thought it was good, but now I know it's really good, and I can really go places here. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so I think the most exciting piece of of everything is is the amount of experience that that the organization has, right? I think uh, you know anyone could say they do optimization, they do this and this, but I'm like, okay, well let's let's take a look at our designers of like what what's actually going on, and it's like, hey, our designers design things for Xbox and Xbox live that are actually like live in the market today. Like, yeah. like they're, they're actual games that you can buy. And Hardcore like, pride of brand there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Big time. And so, and so they're using the same entire, the, the same type of, of um, you know, even like almost similar graphics and similar like cases where, where people will have an end goal and a purpose and, you know, they want to feel, you know, satisfied with their mission and, you know, all those types of things, all, all of those types of things all play into kind of our, our core values. So I think really trying to take a look at the resources, the, um, you know, the people, the expertise, um, I, I could speak for, for our CEO critique. I mean, he's very, very, very selective in, in hiring who he wants to hire. Um, you know, and he only hires the best and the best and the ones that bring unique value to the yeah. organization. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, one, one of the most genuine points that I had is everyone's just so humble. We're all just out there having fun. Oh, that starts with critique, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, uh, he's always a lot of fun and, uh, and it's, and it's always great. You know, it, even from a resource standpoint, like like he's talking about like, you know, moving here and, and potentially from Australia and I'm kind of like, well, slow down, let me do my thing. Uh, you know, (laughs) for, for a little while, but it's not slow down. Let me do my thing. It's more like, why? (laughs) like no don't trust me (laughs) stay where it's nice ah yes this is john morris host of in the club powered by club colors i am so excited today to talk to you about our sponsor for this episode salescast salescast is the operating system for the b2b podcasting community of sales marketing and revenue professionals they have an inclusive online community courses tutorials events guest matching and even world-class managed production services. Their mission is to connect 100 million sellers to the power of story. Thanks again, SalesCast. Enjoy the show. In all reality, yeah, they're, they're just approaching the summer right now. For those listening, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's middle of November right now, almost Thanksgiving time, and it's snowing outside Yes, uh, for the last few days, even though we had 70s last week. But, um, but no, I, I, think, I think that's where the leadership comes in. I mean, Pratik is one that... Um, that, that, that is always there to provide every single type of resource he possibly can along with like saying, okay, well, I only gave you 110%. I should have gave you 120%, you know, and like, I want to make sure that we make this successful together. And I think that that's what, um, that's essentially what, what, what made the company so, so great today. So it's not necessarily following his lead. It's trying to keep up with his lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I listen. I'm, I'm not getting any. We're not. We're, none of us are getting any younger. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just. I'm just tired a lot. But no, it, it's fun. It, it, it kind of gives a, a new fuel to the fire because we, we have such a tremendous opportunity and we're replicating a strategy that worked, right? And I mean, you wouldn't be working with several like billions of dollars of organizations out, out there if they weren't happy, right? And I think. The cool thing too that they they kind of sold me on is like I'm like okay well tell, talk to me about it. like I have to interview them yeah too, sure right? right and I'm like talk to me about your retention rate talk to me about that he's like well we we have a hundred percent retention rate I'm like no 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 I don't think you understood the question yeah. like what's your, <laughs> like like how like how many people quit and he was like yeah none and I'm like huh yeah so like now we're at a standstill I'm like is he lying to me <laughs> but no he wasn't you know yeah. and and like it, because it, it truly works and and I mean you know like like the results like we're performance driven. Uh, we guarantee results in many cases and, um, 
And it's cool from a personalization standpoint, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon. Joe, uh, it's, it's uh, been very effective. So obviously when you have something that's extremely effective in one place, you say, well, it's time to scale and take it to another place. So you bring it here to North America. There's got to be a little bit of fear that will it be well-received yeah. as it was in, in Australia? Will it be well-received in North America? How has the reception been so far from some of these CMOs? CMOs, you better be listening because they're coming for you, right? <laughs> uh, but how has it been received in North America thus far? Yeah, it, it, uh, we, we've actually had some, some, some tremendous conversations. And I, and I think, you know, in many instances, I, I think it's not necessarily the fear of um, – of us coming in and, and doing better. I think it's, it's the fear of potential folks internally that are like, well, wait a minute, that's supposed to be my job. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, uh, and, and in some instances, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we are Australian based, you know, there are, there are things that like, okay, like you threw a bunch of logos at me and stuff. I might not know who they are, but yeah. I look them up and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, wow. This is actually, this yeah. is actually legit. Um, but no, tra- tractions has been going well. Conversations have been going well. Receptions have been going well. And I, and I think, uh, I think it ter- almost turns into kind of a, you know, kind kind of a making sure you have the foundation in place first. And then it's like, now we could roll it out. So, I mean, a lot of the conversations I want to have haven't happened yet because I'm like, okay, well, you have to like, you know, like redesign the website and we go, we have to go ahead and do this and this and this and like mm-hmm. make sure we have all that stuff in place. Because when we like, when I'm ready to say like, okay, green light, like it's going to be green light. Like, I mean, like we're drag racing, right? So, yeah, sure. Um, that That's really exciting. You know, it's interesting from a sales perspective, there is a level of difficulty when what you are selling and whom you have to sell it into potentially is threatened by the technology advancing the organization enough that it actually could s- replace them or some of their team in some regards. Right. But- that also with a proper mindset could be looked at, well, that creates career path for me. That allows us to scale faster. That allows us to create higher conversion rate. That allows our marketing to be more effective. Right. So uh, I hope that folks are looking at the technology as a way to advance their career, not a threat to their career. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, John. I, I mean, this, this, is one, this is one piece of the marketing blockchain that, that's always hand over hand had the highest ROI um, out of anything they could possibly do because, because of, of the way that the model is set up. However, you know, having those conversations, it's always important to know that, Hey, we're, we're complementing your existing strategy yes. where I'm enhancing, here, accelerating. I'm here to make you look like a rock star. Have this be your idea, bring it to your team. Yeah. We'll complement what it is. You could track the, and, and, and track the hell out of it and, and, and go ahead and, and mark all those conversions. But guess what? Now you're going to go tell your boss that you had an idea of things that, you know, brought you an increase of, of 30, 40, 50% uplift in conversions out yeah. of the existing market. Turned a weakness into a strength. Exactly. So now I can allocate resources towards more weaknesses. Exactly. And just, and it's just doing more with what you have, right? I mean, think about the economy these days, right? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's everyone's kind of in, unfortunately to, to some level of uncertainty with, with what's going to happen. And you hear about a lot of, about a lot of the layoffs and this and this. So, you know, at the end of the day, you'd have to sustain with what you have. And there are a certain amount of dollars that you're spending towards um, visitors that are going to your website, right? And and this is just going to be a matter of doing more with the existing visitors that are already there, right? Like they're already there, they're visiting, yeah. they're having fun. Why not make it engaging? Why not make it personalized? Why not create a fun environment where they want to interact with you and they're like, oh, wow, like now these folks are are trying to provide me a consultative approach. Mm-hmm. To where like, hey, they actually listen and it's unique to me. 
I want to learn more. And, and I actually leave my information in that. And that's how our entire business model was set up. And, that, and that's how we were able to go. So Club Colors has been very intrigued with the idea. We're looking at the, the idea of um, pretty quick implementation to advance hours. Uh, obviously, for us being a brand management firm, mm-hmm. uh, we are trying to create as much brand attention and awareness. This is why you're listening to a podcast right now. Um, and we want to get our message out there. But we also want to have a tremendous experience that we can provide to our clients. And that was one of the things that I found was very intriguing about what you're talking about is it's it's not about moving folks through a transactional conversion as quickly as possible. That will be a positive effect, but it's about gamifying. It's about creating engagement. It's about having people stay longer and be intrigued to stay longer and creating a better experience where you can advise. And in that conversion, they feel great about it, which leads to higher impulse. So it's not about more transactions. That will happen. It's about the total experience by using the software. Talk to us about that. And maybe let's back up a bit and explain what are the two, three things that a a CMO or marketing manager or digital marketing uh, leader needs to know about Convincely. Absolutely, John. Um, I always like to simplify things as much as possible, right? You don't know who, you know, not everyone may be listening to this conversation is going to be a marketing professional or, or somebody that understands the lingo, right? So, so long time ago, somebody actually told me, they're like, you know what, you got to use the kiss method. I'm like, what's, what's the yeah. kiss method is keep, keep it simple. Stuff. I like to say, explain it to me like I'm six years old. Yeah, exactly. They say, they say, explain it to your great grandmother. If she was here or here, she was here and they, <laughs> If, if they can't repeat it back to you, then, then, then you didn't do a good yeah. enough job. Right. Uh, so take, know. take the complexity and make it easy for us. Absolutely. So, so every single company, every single marketing team spends a, a good amount of dollars to, to attract folks to engage with them and get those visitors to their website. Would mm-hmm. you agree? Yeah. Website migration right. is huge. They, right. You, you got to get them there first. Have you ever gone to a website and press the X button too early without actually filling out a lead form? Yes, exactly. We all do it. So, because there was something not relevant to you or something that you didn't care about or something that you're like, okay, well, I probably shouldn't be on this site, right? <laughs> Keep it, you know, Those are different sites. My yeah. wife is listening, Joe. <laughs> so, so regardless, you know, you, you think about, you think about those instances, right? And there's always every organization, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, there's, there's always a level of, of, of potential opportunity along website drop-offs, bounce rates, mm-hmm. you know, increased cost. The woulda, coulda, shoulda's baby. Absolutely. So you never know who wants to actually do business with you. Um, you know, but what we do is, is we actually provide a, a customer journey engagement. I hate to use the word funnel, but it's experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where instead of having like a simple lead form where it's like, Hey, you came to company X, Y, Z, like a gated, like gated yeah. link. Give me your name, address, phone number, birth certificate, you know, blood type, you know, yeah. you know, wife's name, you know, whatever the case is, wife's phone number. Yeah. And since we're on social topic, security number, yeah. I fell for that yeah. trick one time. <laughs> Never again. You know, there's a bunch of money waiting for you, you know, <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a third world country. By the way, that prince. prince was very nice after I yeah. talked to him. He's very kind. <laughs> after I gave him $45,000, our connection. Yeah, he go. was I, way I, nicer. <laughs> so, so regardless, you, you have all those instances where you're just not going to do that, right? You, you, you see a form yeah. like this, depending on, on, on where you're yeah. at. You're like, well, that's, that's not going to work. But like, Think about the last time you you ever went to purchase a a laptop or purchase a car or purchase a TV. They're going to say, okay. Let's just say you went to you went to to go purchase a TV. They're going to say, okay. Well, you know, how big's your room? You know, what 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 do you typically mm-hmm. do on your TV? What do you what do you are you a gamer? You know, do you do you want you know um, 
all these different aspects with it. Same thing with a vehicle. Oh, you're looking for an SUV. Okay, are you taking it to work every day? Do you yeah. guys go camping? Highway usage. Highway, are you yeah. four-wheel driving? What are you doing with the a- thing? Absolutely. Or, or think about, you know, even going to purchase a home. It's like, how many kids do you have? Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, think about like anything that you see online across Google, across Facebook, across Amazon. There are things that they say like, you go to buy yourself, you know, God knows what an Amazon, whatever it may be. They're going to be like, well, most people who purchase this have also purchased this. And sometimes that's a total backfire, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's not true. But either way, they're, they're, they're providing those recommendations and they're providing those, those, those instances. So where Convincely comes in is we provide those one-to-one personalized, engaging types of consumer and customer experiences to where we start asking questions because it's like, if you think about a, uh, and many people think of a sales funnel as like, Oh, you have questions and there's a sales funnel, mm-hmm. right? No sales funnel is like this. And the next customer is like this. Mm-hmm. And the next customer is like that. <laughs> yeah. Every single one is completely different. Right? So if every single customer is unique, why doesn't your customer journey reflect that? Yeah. And because of that, they're leaving you information, not knowing that they're like, Oh my God, I've actually answered a ton of questions. And, 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 and you get everything that you wanted on the, on the lead form. And it, and it actually tells you your progress on the right. And it gives you like snippets of like all of these value propositions and why this is great and all these other things that you can get. So they essentially give you the information without knowing they gave you the information to some degree, but they're, they're doing it because it's fun. It's engaging. It's mm-hmm. personalized to them. Yeah. It's unique. And they're like, Hey, I actually want to know my results because they're asking me real specific questions and is leading me down a path. That's exactly where I want to be at the point. So the idea is to um, take the data collect experience that we typically have. That is a turnoff Mm -hmm. because I, you know, it's like five, six general questions and they're boring. And how is this helping me? This is helping you. Right. Right. I'm help. So I got to enter this. So you're putting me out to enter information in to help you to sell me something I might not want. Right. So the idea of, of convincingly is to create a line of questioning Mm-hmm. that helps me to define for you the outcome I desire, mm-hmm. right? And continues to gamify those questions and make it intriguing and fun. So you're still collecting data. The data is far more effective as it relates to my personality type, my end goal, my wants, mm-hmm. my needs. And it might actually create an impulsive movement where I go, well, they get me. I'm just going to buy now. Right. Instead of, you know, that click the X and get off the site. Right. So that could potentially have me buying off the site. Or if I don't elect to do that at that point, whomever is going to reach out to me afterwards now has custom data to know. So instead of, uh, hey, I'll, I know you want to buy a TV. It's, hey, I understand that you want a TV that hangs on the wall for gaming use. Right. Right. And and, and that's exactly it, John. And, and I think... Uh, I think the cool part about it is um, we're not just going to throw an experience out there and be like, hey, this is the one experience that will work because it's worked for others, right? Yeah. Absolutely not. I mean, we, we've tested thousands and, and millions of experiences across like hundreds and hundreds of customers that we have to, to understand not only like the whole time we're, we're doing this for you, we're also A-B testing. So, so, so we're saying- Explain okay, A-B testing to me yeah. and t- explain that like I'm five because I don't think I'd get it even at six. So, so, so there's, so there's two different instances, Mm -hmm. instance one and instance two, you go to this page and you say, Hey, look, I don't like the first question. I'm going to drop off this one. You made it to the third question. Then you drop off. And we're like, 
huh, why? Obviously, the first question is not working on this one uh-huh. because they're different experiences. So now we're going to say, okay, well, we need to change this question. They dropped off at three. Is three a need to have or a, a, a nice to have? Maybe can we rephrase it? Can we can we put it somewhere else in the pie? So we're looking at all these things on a, on a daily basis to say, okay, how can we keep improving your performance? So when I say we're performance-driven, the unique thing about Convincely is that we back it by a conversions number. So, so our average customers see probably between a 30 to 35% uplift in conversions within the first probably two, two to three months. Mm-hmm. We try to get that to 100, 150. Some customers are getting 300% increase in uplift because we keep testing it. It's yeah. going to keep changing. The more and more pieces of, of, of folks that you have going through, through the funnel – the more and more you learn from it and you keep adjusting from it. So it's not going to be like, hey, look, this experience worked for this person, whatever. And it's not even just from a lead generation standpoint. We're in a position where whether it's product recommendations, whether it's a simple simple survey or simple questionnaire, you know, we're going to say, okay, you want to go ahead and buy, you know, buy a level of, of car insurance, for example, okay? Um, you know, or, or any, or just, just insurance in general, Period, right? yeah. Yeah, so it could be home, auto, rental, private property, motorcycle, boat, whatever. Don't do boat; it's a waste of money. Skateboard, uh, skateboard. You know, if your your favorite Furby, whatever. Big on that. Yeah. So you're in a position where you're like, okay, well, no, this this Furby actually might be worth money now. I know, but, <laughs> but put them next to my Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> those are, I saw. I, <laughs> I know. I saw that. That's actually probably worth yeah. money if it's in the box. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, but, but either way, so they're going to say, okay, well, you know, even if it's like typical, like car insurance, you're going to be going down a path and they're going to be like, Hey, you know, do you find yourself like, if you ever would need to have your car in a shop, would you ever would like a rental car? And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well that's already prepping. Like, do you want rental insurance? You know? And it kind of brings you down a path to where you're going to say, okay, we think that this is your provided program based on the information you catered to or what you responded to. And now it's actually going to spit out the information, right? Of like, this is your preferred program. So, you know, it's, it's, it's many different dynamics, but every single one of those generalized because you and I, along with 10 other people in the room could all go through the experience. We'll all get 10 different results. I'm getting a level of delight just hearing this because traditionally being, and you know this from being in sales, being a sales leader, I've been in sales, been a sales leader and is, training sales. It is my first year in sales, John. Craig, I, I will not tell your CEO that because <laughs> your resume had seven pages of sales. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've taught that spin selling methodology, mm-hmm. open-ended questions, yeah. customizing the questions to the unique uh, buyer that's in front of you. Yeah. And then I might meet with you and I've got you there, but now I meet with somebody who's your partner, a different personality type, got to ask a different level of questions. Everyone's got a different driver. There's a different emotional purpose that somebody is trying to drive towards. You might be analytical. They're a socializer. There's a different way to sell. It sounds like to me, what you've done is you figure out how to get technology to act like a really effective salesperson that asks really open-ended questions that are customized to the personality that they're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's funny you said it because I mean, yeah, I mean, so many sales methodologies work the same way, whether it's, whether it's challenger and, uh, you know, uh, value selling and, mm-hmm. and, and curiosity, selling the Sandler, also. Sandler method. The Sandler, or, correct. Yeah. And, 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 and it all comes down to a common theme. Like you have to dig deeper level questions and you really need to get down to the root, whether that's for, you know, a customer that you have or a potential opportunity or even employee, whatever the case is, you know, you really have to figure out like, Okay, like what does that mean for you? Mm-hmm. How does that impact you? How does it, yeah. What does that mean? What's the payoff if you do it? Right. What what what's the impact if that doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. What does that mean for you? What does that mean for the organization? And almost creating that that pain. 
and walking them down through that path where it's non-threatening and it's going to say, okay, we're here to help, you know? And I, and I think I could speak for you along with myself and everything. Like, I mean, most people in the world genuinely want to help and want to yeah. be there and, and want to be, you know, consultative and want to hear what your opportunity is, hear what your pain is. And it's like, if there's a way I could help you, I'm going to help you, you know? Without saying the word help. Without saying the word help. It's, it, People hate the word. I, I, it's until an, I ask you for help, you better not tell me you're going to help me. One, one way that, that, I could, that I could, you know, align with what you're yeah, going yeah. through. Yes, you know, is, exactly. You know, so enhance, enhance. Yeah. You know, compliment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know, there there could be an area where you know, I I I, I could additionally drive. You know, so does like, this? Does, so this works on? And obviously, I don't want the back office stuff. And quite honestly, I don't think our listeners would would want to hear the that type of stuff. Sure, like, sure. but is it, it's an algorithm that essentially, based on the way that the consistency of how those questions are answered, knows how to ask the next one. Yeah, so I, I don't want to get too too technical with it because that's the fun part of you talking to me and my team for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but essentially, it's uh, we we develop everything and we manage everything and do all the testing and all we do is provide you with one line of code that we create and we're probably talking a total character count of maybe twenty five or thirty characters. Yeah, the simplest line of code. You literally plug it in anywhere on your site. And we handle everything. It's got the look and feel of your site. We, mm-hmm. we brand everything. We're, we're sitting in the top fold. We're, we're, we're creating that experience, everything right off the bat. Everything that we're testing, everything that we're doing is all happening on our side. But it, but it's, but it's, there's no change in URL. There's no change in anything. So in terms of the actual questions that you asked, I mean, that's part of our AI. And we, no. didn't, even, we didn't even touch about that. And obviously everyone's got, I don't want to say everyone, but AI is a hot topic now. Mm-hmm. Natural language processing and all that good stuff. But don't use it on LinkedIn. Yeah. Stop sending me AI DMs. Yeah. Be like, actually reach out to me and love me. And then I'll talk to you. If you're a bot that sends me a five paragraph. I didn't realize I was sounding like a bot when I was sending you those DMs. Oh, was that you? Oh, oh man. I'm sorry. I take it all back. <laughs> Cut this part. Just kidding. Leave it in. No. So, uh, so no. So, so part of our AI is like literally, um, you know, convincedly built, built this, built this area where, you know, you could literally write any type of topic out there. It could be, and I'm just throwing a random topic. It could be like logistics. And it's like, are you doing this for private or, or commercial? Have, mm-hmm. you, have you done this before? You know, what type of shipments do you typically do? You know, so you're industry like, agnostic. Correct. Correct. So it's any, anybody like you could literally go to any single organization at the end of the day, every single person is in business or every company is in business to do what? To gain more customers. Yeah. How are you going to gain more customers? Through some method, some mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Got to create attention, create demand. Drive leads, convert the leads, create an experience that brings them back. That's branding, man. It's how do you get, branding is how do you get people to buy from you at a higher price more often and consistently over a period of time. And that's got to come from an experience. They have to feel something. It can't just be the transaction. And I think, I think the flip side of that is that's why Club Colors is so successful. I mean, think about, think about the level of, of experience and positive experience that, that you bring these folks globally. And, and I think that's why they continue going to you and, and, and looking for that out-of-the-box premium type of exposure and experience that, that makes them feel good and makes them feel yeah. warm. And we're doing the same thing. I mean, at the end of the day, the whole world and the whole market has changed in, in, in so many instances, making sure that everybody wants that personalized experience. We can yeah. all agree on that. Everyone agrees that every single customer is different. 
right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's paying a lot of money to get people there in one way or another. However, yeah. whether it's your website, whether it's whatever, just yeah. any type of cost per acquisition. That's what yeah. people The pay. one shot. That, that, just get me to the one shot, man. That, that's that's the thing called marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, So, okay, so so we could all agree on those three things. So, So why isn't the journey of visibility all the way to acquisition. Why, why isn't that unique for every person? Mm-hmm. It, it's a simple concept, right? And everyone will agree. It's a simple concept. Yeah. Nobody knows how to do it because yeah. it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of that AB testing that we talked about, mm-hmm. right? It takes a lot of those types of experiences to know, Hey, this worked, this didn't work. Hey, we should do this. We should do this. And, and it's completely dynamic. It's completely changing. So that's literally what convincedly spent the entire time. And, and again, we've been, we've been around for probably almost the last nine years now, but 100% of the time we focused on how can we keep making that experience better. And, and, and now it proves it with our customers. So we're, we're awesome. excited. In the club is powered by club colors. Club colors is the premium marketing solution for all branded apparel and promotional products utilized to drive your brand awareness and brand success from concept to doorstep club colors can source over 9 million different product solutions, decorate your logo, create custom kitting solutions, Manage all logistics and build, manage, and curate your company online store. The full, comprehensive, all-in-one solution for your brand. Our brand promise is right solution, right place, right time. Allow Club Colors to create an inspiring brand experience for you and your team. Check us out at www.clubcolors.com. Joe, you light up when you talk about the organization and the brand, which is absolutely fantastic. But I could, I got, I got feel and energy. Uh, that you are, this is a thing, this is really going to be a spot for you, right? And um, I think you're a great representation of where they're going to go in North America and globally. Um, so what's driving you, man? What's the purpose? So obviously career, we're all financially motivated. We're in sales. We like to make money. There's no doubt about it. But like, what's the driving purpose? There's a fire in you right now. And I, I if that's not transferring yeah. across the microphone, <laughs> then you need to crank up the microphone because I'm in the room and I feel it. What's yeah. driving you right now? Listen, this, this is, this is a game changer for, for North America. I've seen the success that it does. I see, I, I've seen how many other companies could be impacted positively from, from this organization, right? So, you know, if, if I'm going to go to you and, and everyone's just kind of like, okay, things are status quo, whatever. And, and I literally completely change the entire process for you to where like, Hey, you're not, you're not spending any more money, but now you're getting like three times the amount of customers. Like, you know what? Helping people and helping them achieve their goals and helping businesses grow. And let's be honest, that all translates over to the, to the economy as a whole and, 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 and everyone's experience as a whole and, 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 and the marketability of that. And I think, uh, I think that's, that's the driver. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a cool ride. Um, it's, it's, it's a piece that could be applied to any discipline, any vertical, any person, any organization, anywhere in the world. And it's like name many other companies that could do that. Not, not too many and club colors can, but, (laughs) but, but not too many. And I, and I think that's cool because seeing where it was and seeing where it can go and seeing where it will be is, uh, is cool. And it's like, Hey guys, welcome, welcome to the USA. Uh, let's do it. What's the best lesson that you've been taught in life and by who? And, 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 uh, you know, how do you use that on a daily basis? Yeah, listen, I, I had a lot of mentors in my life, um, you know, and, and a lot of professional mentors, um, you know, and, and hate to, hate to say their names now, but, um, you know, I, I think, I think it's, it's all about staying humble and it's all about, you know, making sure that, you understand that, that you're there to, to help 
other people grow and, and, and really get down and understand their opportunities because we always say pain points. We don't want to mm-hmm. assume they have pain points, sure. you know, so understand their opportunities and, and, and really justify um, a process that could, that could genuinely help them make them a better person, increase their career path and, you know, help them in their internal, whatever that may be. Right. So, you know, I, I think, you know, my, my biggest piece is like, look, I had a lot of great people that I learned from along the way. I, I want to replicate that onto others, be a mentor onto others. And, um, you know, and I find myself doing that. So it's just like at the end of the day, listen, be a good person, you mm-hmm. know, help each other out. We're all, we're all here for, for the same common goal. The good people, know good people. And, you know, and, and some people just need that, that a little extra hand holding and, you know, that that's where you could really make an impact for literally that, that could justify a change for the rest of their life. I had a business acquaintance back in my twenties, which is like two years ago. That's a lie. Um, who told me there is no such thing as a business problem. There's only potential for improvement. Right. And so I took that kind of to, to life. But if you really think about it, there really is no problem. Uh, and I'm not talking like big medical problem. Like obviously there's some medical problems that are, you know, but when you think about it in the daily grind of life, the daily grind of business, there really is no problem that exists within a business. There is only potential for improvement. And it's just a matter of maybe having that right perspective. But I think sometimes people look at a problem and because they look at it so long and can't find a solution to it, they just go, well, this just must be what it is. Right. And then you got new technology that comes on and new people and innovators that come on and go, no, no, there is a solution to that. You just need to be open minded to hearing it. So that was the best advice I got. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's always, they always say like, look, it's the real old saying there is, uh, the only thing consistent in life is change. Right. And, yeah. uh, and you have to be able to adapt yourself and you, and you have to be able to, to be, be vulnerable and, and, and accept and learn, learn where, where processes are going and, and learn what changes are taking place. Because at the end of the day, everybody's got so much skill and so much potential to give and so much love to give and education to give. We wouldn't be where we're at if somebody didn't teach us every single thing we know. And I don't want to say yeah. like every single thing we know, yeah, like, but bit, we bits and pieces, better, but bits and pieces. Yeah. And, and it molds who everyone is. And I, and I think at the end of the day, just, just being there for the common good is what's, what's, what's going to set you apart. So you're there in another layer. We're a dad, right? We're yeah. a dad twice over a yeah. married man. How do they inspire you? Um, well, well, they, they, they go to sleep so I can work. Um, <laughs> you and, still have your hair, yeah. so that's good. <laughs> well, I I don't know if you could see it in your haircut, but I got gray, uh, just head full of gray hair. Yeah. You, you, you got took the care silver of patches, man. I like that. That's yeah. good, though. Uh, no, they inspired me. Look, I, I, I think... I think, you know, when you take a look at family life and stuff, um, my wife, my, you know, and my, my kids are maybe too young. My daughter just thinks I do emails for work. Like, what do I, what do I do? Swear? And I'm, Dad, you, I want your job. You, all you do is just emails. <laughs> well, well I Joe, wish, I is I, this true? I, I wish I knew that because then I, I would have been probably a lot less stressed. Mm? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I, I think having that support system is there and, and, and obviously it's, it's going to take a little bit of extra grind. It's going to take a little bit of that, that extra, that extra time that you put in, you know, those extra hours, you know, but having that support system there and, you know, I, I definitely, you know, thank my wife to that, that supports me and I'm, I'm, I'm sure the same, the same goes for you. Absolutely. And, um, well, and, we're here to teach our kids, but what have your kids taught you? Oh man. Um, I'm going to get you to cry, Joe. <laughs> what have they taught me? They, they, they taught me patience because, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, when you're younger and this and this, you're kind of like, okay, you know, it's like, it's my life. You know, yeah. I could do whatever I want anytime, you know, this and this. And then it's just like, 
you know, there's, there's not a single morning. There's not a single evening where there's not just like, and again, my kids are younger, you know, let me rephrase that, but you know, is screaming and crying and there's just so much commotion and, and this and this where I'm, I just kind of like look and I'm just kind of like, Oh my God, like, like what is happening? You know, but at the same time, you're kind of like, okay, this, this is why I'm, I'm doing this and it won't be like this forever. And, uh, you know, and it's like the littlest thing where, you know, I come home and, you know, hi, dad, you know, it's what's going on. You're kind of like, it melts your heart, you know, and, 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 and it's just that additional drive. And it's like, you want, especially since your kid's 24, still calling you Dada. It's amazing. He's yeah. He's uh, he he's just a good turned, kid. He just turned, he, just, <laughs> he, he just turned forty one. Uh, he, he lives at home with his best friend in my basement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's making those YouTube videos and they're gonna blow up, Dad. He said that uh, that he he's mad that I keep changing the internet password at home. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good but, drinking buddy. But he's uh, but, but but he runs he runs the he runs the liquor store and he didn't even say no. <laughs> Uh, you know, but, but in all, but in all seriousness, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those instances where you always want to provide better for your family and better for your children. And I know, I know that my parents, you know, my mom and dad gave everything they had to give me the life that I had. Um, you know, and you know, my father working, you know, 60 hours a week and, and my mother, you know, staying home, raising us and, you know, and, and being able to, to, you know, help me pay for some of the education, that type of thing. And now I look back and saying, okay, well, how can I provide that for my children? How can I I be that example? But not just even for them, but just in general, just in basic society, like just be a good person, do good and good will come on to you. And I'm a full, full proponent of that. And, uh, and and it's, and it's, and it's humbling in that sense, because it's like, you know what, it doesn't even matter because if your heart is full, everything else makes sense. You know, it's tough to be a parent in this world that we're in, but I, I'm pretty sure if I asked my dad at 47, if it was tough to be a parent, he probably would have said it was a tough world to be a parent. And his father would have said the same thing in 47. Yeah. I think that the world that we exist in is the world that we exist in. Right. Uh, but it is so gratifying to know that when you're grinding, the the thing about children is they have short memories. Right. And uh, that's the thing that I learned from my kids. You know, like I watch my kids play travel sports, right? And they grind all week to get to that tournament. Yeah. And then they just, it doesn't work out. They just can't, they can't get that ball in play. They're not yeah. hitting the way that they want. And for me in the stands, I just want to hug them, right? Or I want to, I want to rip them and be like, come on, kid, let's go. I want to fire them up. But, man, when you get in the car, it's, you get, it's over. Right. right. Yeah, I went over 3. They got like 30 seconds, and then they're on to the next thing. And I think that that's kind of that, that type of, of mindset, especially when you're in sales. I would imagine you've got salespeople that you're working with now and yeah. leading salespeople. And that's short. That short uh, memory to go to the next one, to the next one, and the next one, and to know that your brand's got your back, your brand is going to support you, the product works, there is a game of numbers, yes, we need conversion, but that's kind of what I look at with my kids, they got such a short memory, don't hang on to things, Just just keep grinding, go to the next one. Yeah. And, and, and I'm glad you said that because that's, that's, that's so refreshing, uh, you know, to, 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 to know that I'm, I'm the only one that <laughs> that's kind of not, not going through the same thing. And every, every father, every parent could probably relate to, to that. Right. Um, you know, but, it, but it goes down to almost like, you know, just, just making sure that they understand and, and, and all the kids understand that it, that it's not always that bad out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And just do your best, have fun you know, enjoy it. I mean, my daughter joined, um, you know, she's in travel gymnastics now. And I, I told her at the last meet and I go, you know, sweetheart, have fun. And I said, you know what, you're, you know, it's okay. You're probably going to fall. And, you know, and she's like, I'm going to fall. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, at some point I said, Olympic gymnasts, you know, hey, fall, yeah. and it's okay. Get up just, just do your best. And that's all you can do. Right. And she's like, but am I going to fall today? I'm like, 
I, I don't know. Only you yeah, can control yeah, that. Like, like, are you going to keep your balance today? Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, it goes back to just kind of just keeping it, keeping that simple, but just knowing that like life is not that, that's it's not linear. It's not linear, right? It's going to change. And as long as you do your best, I mean, that's all that matters. And and there are those times where you're kind of like, like you said, you know, oh, and three, huh? You know, we're, we're going to get them next year, you know, but at the same time, it's like, look, like, do your best, have fun. You're still a great person. We're going to get through it together and, and, and you're going to instill those same values on, on the next. Well, if you're stressed out at work, Joe, it's not coming across because um, I think you have that mindset, but I think that you find a way to have fun in, in most of, you, you of what to. you do. It is getting challenging, though, when you look at the marketplace and you look at politics, you look at the global impact of all of these things. Right. Um, how can you and Convincely impact organizations that might be thinking, Oh no, we need to scale back. Yeah. Oh no, we, we need, you know, are we going to have the same traffic to our site? Are we going to have the same sales opportunities? So in a good economy, it's a great add on to rock that momentum and drive sure. things forward in a difficult economy. Folks might look at it and go, well, do we need that right now? We're getting lean. Well, the better question is, um, can you do without it when you're getting lean? So how do you, how do you feel the world is going to play out and how can you lend some ideas of confidence to CMOs and CROs right now that are probably feeling some pressure? The numbers aren't coming back the way that they want. How can you impact that? Yeah, great question. So, you know, I, I think based on, you know, a, a lot of pieces of uncertainty, um, you know, not only, not only in the U S but globally, but, you know, I, I think everyone's just trying to, you know, figure out a way of, of how can they continue to be sustainable and how can they continue to, um, you know, offer the level of service and grow at the pace that they want, you know, with, uh, with, with having the recurrent resources that they've in place. And in many cases, you know, let's be honest, I mean, marketing, it's, it, it, it's sometimes one of the earlier adopters of areas where things are cut within an organization, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly. Mainly. Yeah. And, and, and you, like, know, you know what I mean. Just give it to sales. Tell yeah. them to call more people. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean. And you know what I mean by that. I mean, they, yeah. they always look at it from different aspects. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I think, um, you know, and I think, you know, just really taking a look at, you know, how can you, how can you do more? Like even taking a look at like, okay, how many people are, visiting your site, how many of those truly become customers? Mm -hmm. And obviously there's steps in between that, right? Like there's, there's people that are just inquiring versus people that are maybe a little bit more serious where are people that maybe clicked it wrong versus people that are actual buyers, right? They're all different experiences, but being able to, to take a look at, you know, all the different, you know, CMOs out there that are trying to do a little bit more with what they have and saying, okay, well, you know, if we could go ahead and, and not have you spend any more money, but, increase the number of people that are just engaging with you, would that make sense? And, and of course that makes sense. Like, okay, well let's at least do a proof of concept. Right. And that's something where we'd be able to at least show them essentially the results without having like a long-term commitment. Got so it. It's like, okay, let's kind of tease this in front of you. We'll design it. We'll show you what that looks mm -hmm. like. And you're going to be like, Oh wow. Like my cost of acquisition went down and this and this. So, you know, I, I think it's a matter of like, Hey, look, everything that you should do is should be data driven. Everything should be performance driven. Everything should be like, 
don't just throw things out there. And I, you know, apologize if anyone's listening who like runs billboards out there, but like, you know, when I used to drive downtown and sit an hour and a half each way and I see like the thing about like how I need a hair transplant. Yeah. Now it's Erlacher's got oh, hair, man. Brian Erlacher with hair. I shaved my head for you, Brian. That's yeah. not true. It fell out. <laughs> <laughs> and now I look at a P where it's not just that billboard, but then it's like the next three billboard. It's yeah. like, do you see me now? And mm-hmm. I'm like, you spent five, 10, 15, you spent $25,000. Yeah. For, for, for- yeah. And you just skimmed the Buick next to you looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I have an insurance. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? You know? So, you know, so where it is, that's where I'm kind of like, you know, we, we want to be able to, to not just, you know, take a look at it from, you know, a, a creative marketing standpoint, but really taking it from a directional marketing standpoint and be like, okay, the need's already there. They're already at your site. Like they spent the time yeah, to they, go to your site. Just, just grab more, like have one of those fishing nets and just yeah. pick them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and if there are ways to do that, like, let us at least show you how, but like, don't make any decision unless it's performance based and, and, and let's database. let's take the curiosity mm-hmm. and just get it a nudge further. Right. Right. Let's turn curiosity into action. Yeah. Turn curiosity into uh, an experience because you're right. Most people go to a website because some attention or awareness methodology got drove that traffic there. Right. They migrate to the site and they're curious. Right. And you've got like two minutes tops. Right to turn that curiosity into some advanced level of conversion. There is always a a saying that I heard, John, and it was always like, your website is the resume for your business. Mm -hmm. And think about it. You know, you're, if you, you'd ever look for, for, for a new role or new gig, or you're interviewing somebody like you asked for the resume, right? Supposed to tell them everything about them from a professional standpoint. Right. Um, That that's what your website does. Right. So if, if people are, are willing to take a look at the content of your resume, don't you want to have something in there that's engaging that wants them mm-hmm. to learn more and makes it personal? Like, how can I help you? I just how put a video of me hitting a driver. I saw that. I just put a video that. of me hitting a driver. It's the only talent I have. Yeah. But, but, the, but now you just have to get it to go straight. Yeah. And they're you know, like, you're already hitting it. You're making contact with the ball. It's yeah. just, it needs to go they're straight. They're like, ball. have you had a career? I'm like, no, but I can hit a driver. They're like, are you a professional golfer? I'm like, no, but I play once every other week. <laughs> Here's a video clip of that. Yeah. And somebody's like, John, I need my driver back. You know, you're like, oh. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> dang it. <laughs> so you've had a successful career in, in, in sales, Joe. And I know a lot of folks that listen to in the club powered by club colors. And thank you so much. If you've uh, made it this far into the podcast, but thank you for being on Joe. You've had a, uh, a successful career in sales for a long time. You now are heading up a sales team. There's a lot of folks at the club color sales team that are new to sales. They're in their first year, second year. You've got a team of salespeople. I'm sure you're going to continue to scale and grow and build there's people who listen to this podcast. Give us some sales ideas, wisdom, tips, things that you not only teach, but you've used effectively that have allowed you to go from an entry-level sales position way back when, when you started to now at uh, a moderately young age, right. we'll, moderately young age will be, will be nice here, that, um, to get to the point of head of global sales. That's a big deal. How'd you do it? Yeah, I, I, I think it's, you know, a lot of it is just um, tenacity, um, motivation, and uh, and determination. I, th- I think you have to be in a position where, you know, you're always one that um, that stays focused, right? But you always have to treat it as your own business. And I know people always say that, it's kind of cliche, and this, but, but think about it. Like, you know, if, if you decided to take the career in sales, you have to treat it as your own business. Mm-hmm. You have to say, okay, whether it's, whether it's an assigned 
list of, of, of contacts or co- companies that you're targeting, whether it's somebody that you're just, just opening, you know, openly prospecting, whatever it may be, you know, you have to take that and you have to, to be able to create a strategy, have it data driven and, and go ahead and replicate success. Don't keep spinning the wheels on things that might not work, you know? Mm-hmm. And we've all been in the day where it's like, Oh, you get measured on dials. And it's just like, come on, like, <laughs> Not me, but maybe some of my coworkers. Like we, we had a list of phone numbers. Oh that, hell yeah! That that knew. Oh yeah, I do. And I also knew that they were checking how long the the call counts were. So man, you, it's like it's like four fifty. You're yeah. done at five. I'm in a telemarketing kind of sales environment. And it's like, well, I'm just gonna call this number again. And then I knew they had the menu, so I could go to one, what? get the voicemail, then click back out to the menu, hit two, get the. It's so so sales manager the next day yeah. not paying attention is like, dude. Oh man, good luck. 250 calls in a yeah. six hour average talk time. How'd you pull that there? Oh, that's pretty good, right? You've been here like, for only I totally seven faked hours. it. Uh, you've been here you've for been seven on... hours, but you had nine and a half hours of talk time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I started from the... the car, boss. <laughs> exactly. So I totally get what you're saying. Like, call counts, talk time, they're important parts of uh, the uh, metrics. Of course. But right. let's get with quality here now, folks. Yeah, the, 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 qual- the quality piece is this. It, it, it's like, look, like like have a goal, replicate success. You know, talk talk to colleagues. What What's worked? What didn't work? What? How can you leverage your product or service or whatever it is that you're selling? How can you differentiate yourself from the market? You don't want to be a commodity. What What is different? Why should they do business with you? But the biggest piece of it all, John, how is it going to impact you? You could care less about me. You could care less about what it is. But if it's going to make you look good and, and increase your career path and mm-hmm. increase the longevity of the company, now you're willing to talk to me. You might hate me, but you're going to talk mm-hmm. to me. And I think that's the biggest piece of the puzzle. It's like, what's in it for them? What's the cost of them not doing it? And, and really breaking it down to basics of saying, okay, you know, I have this product or solution. It could do X, Y, or Z, or, or I have this product or whatever, but how is it going to impact them and what's that going to mean for them? And I think that's the biggest thing. So, so stay humble, stay focused, stay determined and, and treat it as your own business, but learn from other successes because you know what, you're not going to invent it, but the smartest way to do it is, 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 is replicate what's already worked for others. I love that. Uh, Chris Tossi, our co-CEO often asks when we're looking at big decisions in leadership, whether it be a marketing or sales or HR or uh, warehouse, especially in like a hiring decision. Right. Um, we have a methodology of kind of screening. We go through a personality type thing, sure. the interview process, what have you. But even through multiple hiring managers, maybe talking to that candidate, we still have some conversation with like, I love them. Right. They don't, or they're on the fence, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'll go up for the tiebreaker with our co-CEOs. Yeah. And Chris's question is always this. If it was your own money, yeah. would you hire them? If you had to pay them your own money, right. would you hire them? And that's kind of what you're saying. In, in as a salesperson, if you treat your book of business and your brand, by the way, stop being a salesperson. Be a brand champion. Yeah. Right. Sell the whole brand. Right. Right. I don't need to just talk about the product or the service. Let's talk about the people at the company in that conversation, why your culture is great, why your CEO is a rock star, why the most intelligent people are engineers at, right. your, at your organization, right? So talk that whole story. And what ends up happening is when you start to look at it from that perspective that you're running your own business, would you let your – if you were running your own business, would you walk away without making that extra email? And that's the thing, the extra call, that extra That extra email. call. Would you walk yeah. – if it was your business. Right. Right. Would you walk away or would you make those right. extra calls? Would you leave that half hour early or would you stay? Right. Would you get up two hours early because that client's international or in a different time zone 
instead of making it having a wait another day, would you get up and do it? Right. So I love that thought process. A- absolutely. And, and, I, and I think also le- just learning from your mistakes, right? I mean, you know, they, you always take a look at, you know, all the different avenues of, of we've all had calls that, that stunk, right? We all had calls where I was just like, you've been oh, listening to my I recordings. Sh- I should have said, <laughs> are you still in my basement? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's always one of those where, where you're, where you're taking a look and you're saying, Hey, look, um, you know, I, I should have done this differently or I should have done that. Well, okay. Are you, are you going to take that and do that differently on the next conversation? Right. Are you going to go ahead and apply any of those changes of, of, of what you learned? Um, you know, and, and it's, and it's constantly, learning something new. It's constantly being molded. It's constantly learning from others, right? You're, you're not one that was, you know, going to be born with all the success in the world, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to, you have to earn it, but you also have to be able to be that mentor. And so, you know, being able to, to understand like where you could have done things differently, how you could have learned it and, and truly genuinely give yourself that accountability is, is what's going to help you grow. In your well, Joe, it's been absolutely outstanding. Have you on the show? Great energy. I hope everyone is, uh, that's listening is feeling that energy transfer and we'll take the time to check out convincingly. Uh, and, uh, if, especially if you're a, a decision maker in marketing, this could have a great impact on your career. Absolutely. It could have a great impact on your ability to scale your department. It could have a great impact on your ability to hand off fantastic opportunities, to the sales department, which makes you really popular with the sales team. That's a pretty cool thing. And uh, I always like to end the show with inspiration because uh, at the end of the day, um, so I ask everybody this, you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and there's no right answer for this. It's the best because it's you and you get to answer how you want to, right? So when you wake up in the morning, your feet hit the ground. Where does the mind go? Where's the heart go? Wow. Good question. Uh, that That's getting deep there, John. You're going to cry. I like it. <laughs> uh, you know, on, honestly, my, my mind goes to immediately to, okay, let, let's focus on today. What, what are the things that I want to accomplish today? What's going to make me successful today? How do I feel um, like I made an impact today? And my heart goes, okay, like, like where, where can I make the most impact? How quickly? And it's just like, it obviously, when I first wake up, obviously it's going to go to my family and my kids and, mm-hmm. you know, make, making sure that they're okay and they get to school and their breakfasts are made. And it's just like, Hey, did you bring your water bottle to school? You know, all that great things I probably shouldn't be having to do at this point, Yeah, you know, but at the same time I do, uh, you know, but, but, but truly, but truly showing that. And, 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 and that reminds me of, of why I do what I do. And, and I think, you know, knowing and looking around and seeing my wife, seeing my kids, see, you know, even seeing my th- almost 14 year old Yorkie, you know, just barely making it outside with bladder issues. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things That's where you're su- like, it sucks. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a tough time. Right it's going to be tough when it snows too. <laughs> it's yeah. like, just kind of, yeah, dr- it's like, Oh yeah. Water's cold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> but, uh, but really taking a look at it from the aspect of like, okay, this is the reason why. And, and now when I'm, when I'm going to work, I'll, I'll go grab my coffee in the morning. And I'm going to say, okay, this is the reason why I'm doing it. And it's like, now, now I can stay 100% focused on the end goal. And, uh, and, and, and that's what, that's what keeps me going. Well, Joe, you ran, uh, represent a fantastic brand. You've done it very well. And the future is bright for convincingly and you, uh, and it's been fantastic having you on the show. And I just want to remind you, sir, Uh-oh. you've been in the club. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, John. You've been the best. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to our sponsor, SalesCast and Fossa Apparel. You've been in the club, sponsored by Club Colors. Take a look at clubcolors.com. Remember, we go concept to doorstep. Anything you could possibly think of that you want to put a logo on, we can source it, we can decorate it, we can kit it, we can ship it, and we can make your brand pop. Have a great day. Thanks for joining in. Cheers. 
yes, in the club, powered by Club Colors, is proud to be sponsored by Fossa Apparel. All guests on In the Club will receive a gift from Fossa Apparel. Check them out at FossaApparel.com.